T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, yesterday was a fun Sunday in the Caesar Superdome, or if you were listening to the game on WWL or watching it on TV, the Saints won, and they won convincingly. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us on this Monday. Christmas is one week from today. Ouch. I had somebody yesterday. Um, I was in the suite, uh, station suite. Uh, I'm not always in the suite, but I was in the suite for this this game, and somebody, somebody asked me, um, are you ready for Christmas? And I said, No. I mean, I got to be honest with you. No, I'm not ready for Christmas. Are you ready for Christmas? I mean, I, I'm sure there are a few of you who are actually ready for Christmas. You've you got it all laid. I so admire you. I respect you. I admire you. I wish I could be like you, but I, I can't. I've tried. I will continue to try to better myself, but I can't do it. I can't get it done in advance. I think I, 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 think I work best under pressure. So I put myself under pressure. But anyway, no, I am not ready for Christmas. But I'll be ready by the time it gets here. Anyway, I know a lot of you are out shopping and looking for trees and getting your trees and getting decorations. And it's, uh, it's a fun time of year. And uh, we have a lot to talk about this afternoon. The Saints won, and they won convincingly. Now, the offense, the offense was not on fire in, in the very beginning of the game. But the defense just totally sparked the offense. I mean, the defense was there. Seven sacks on poor little Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, man. They got the dude. Anyway, nickname uh, Tommy Cutlets. Uh, they got him seven times. And here's this quarterback, three wins in a row. And there's all this excitement about him and his uh, family's traveling with him in the stands. And, man, they had to be disappointed because he was not magical at all, thanks to the Saints defense. And the thing that impressed me most about the Saints defense was the single tackles. One person grabbing somebody, tackling them by the legs, and bringing them down. I, I haven't seen that all year. And I saw it a lot yesterday in the Dome. And it was great. And then Derek Carr caught fire. And uh, it was great to see Alvin Kamara just, uh, you know, burst open with that, uh, that long run. And Jimmy Graham catches another touchdown. There was so much to be excited about. And then, of course, there was, the, the, you know, the, that terrible call. Terrible call against the Saints. So, you know, we always have to fight the officials and, and be prepared for that. So we're going to talk about the Saints and the Giants game. And, and, you know, I think it's fair to ask the question, do you think the Saints and do you think sports teams in general, do you think they listen to the collective voice of the fans? Do you think they hear our voices? I do. You know, there's a collective voice of, of, of any sports team. 
and it doesn't mean that everybody agrees, but there's just this um, general theme of what, what fans are saying about, about the sports team. And I think teams listen. I really do. I don't think they can, can, can avoid it. And I think they hear our voice. So I think we are a factor, which is a positive thing. I think we do have a voice in this. And I think the Saints have, have, have responded. Uh, now, I know that they're responding on their own, too. But I, I, think they, I think they respond to us. And that makes me feel good because I think they, they listen. Again, I, I, it's not like we have total control over the team. I'm not, not suggesting that. But I think the Saints and I think sports teams do hear that collective voice of, of, of the fans. And they sense when, you know, they've got to up their game. Or they've got to find ways to just really up their, up their game. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon about anything we talk about, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. We've got some great highlights and comments coming up uh, this, uh, this hour. Also, uh, Diane Newman, our program director and our brand manager, uh, told me uh, right before I came in the studio that LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels is not going to play in the bowl game. I don't blame him. I wish he would, but I don't blame him. And also, we have an article about uh, Tulane quarterback Mike Pratt is probably not going to play, and he's going to get ready for the Senior Bowl because he's going to uh, turn pro. He's going to the NFL. And it's going to be interesting to see where these two guys land. There's no comparison between Jaden Daniels and Mike Pratt, but Pratt is a damn good quarterback, and he's a running quarterback. And, you know, sometimes uh, players do better in college and they get, they, get, they get to the pros, and sometimes the player that wasn't the greatest in college can, ends up being the better NFL quarterback. So we have no idea what's going to happen here, but it's going to be exciting to, to watch that. I would love for these guys to play, and I'm sure that there are people who say, no, they owe it to the team. I mean, they owe it to the fans. I mean, the, the fans supported them, and they owe it to the fans. They should play in these bowl games. While I understand that argument, I also understand the bigger argument that, you know— the way football is played, somebody could be injured on any given play. And I don't blame them for not wanting to just take that that chance. All right. Uh, Ian Hocus, our senior producer, he is at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, too, as well. How's it going over good. there? How was your weekend? Uh, weekend was great. I'm 40 years old. Feels pretty good. Oh, ha- happy Except my stupid to... fingers. My stupid fingers are still bothering me. Still? Yeah. yeah. Well, somebody told me on Friday, they said, uh, you know, go get yourself some Asper cream. And uh, rub it all over your hands and wrists. And I just meant to do that, but it, you know, it was a busy weekend. I haven't done it, so now my fingers are hurting. Still. Well, listen, I'm, I'm sorry I missed your birthday. Um, very happy birthday. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, Forty years old. Yeah. You know, you don't have to act your age. You don't no. look your age. You look great. I feel good. I look good. And that's uh, that's the important thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Feeling good and looking good. And you know, for those of you who are a lot younger, you know, here's Ian kicking ass at forty. D- don't be afraid of being forty. Don't be afraid of even being my age. Um, whatever that might be. <laughs> so, you, you know, Some theoretical uh, number yeah, out look, there. Look, I mean, I'm old. I, I, I admit it. But, you know, don't, uh, you know, don't worry about getting older. And I, I say this because, you know, baby boomers grew up with this idea that, that being young was everything. And it's not. It's not everything. And when you get to be a little older, man, take care of yourself. You get to be a little older. Man, you can kick ass and, and, and look forward to these birthdays. Like this business about, oh, that's a, it's an over-the-hill birthday. Man, over the hill? Over what hill? Over whose hill? You don't have to be over the hill. 
So, you know, if, if you're maturing, celebrate it and, and kick ass. It's wild to think about, you know, I'm older now than, I'm quite a bit older now than my parents were when they had me. I'm older than, yeah. you know, most of the, like, really influential teachers I had in school. I'm older than most of them now. I'm older yeah. than, you know, some of my university professors were when I was around in college. And uh, I don't know. I still just feel like a young person, and I hope it stays this way forever. What can you say? Well, and you act, you act young, and that's, yeah. that's the other thing. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's youthfulness in your step. And I had somebody point that out to me along. In fact, it was Ron Shear. When I was dating Ron Shear, uh, she said, "You're just a big kid." Now I know that was a long time ago, but I was still, you know, you know, a little older, yeah. and and it it felt good for somebody to say, you know, you kind of act like a act like a kid. Um, so let's see, um, a lot to get to. Uh, Southwest Airlines is offering an extra seat for oversized passengers, free, no charge. You know, the airlines are reducing the size of the seats, and Americans are generally getting bigger. So you support this policy? Is this okay? An oversized passenger gets a a free extra seat from Southwest Airlines. Now, that could conceivably bump somebody off a flight. I mean, if a flight is sold out, every seat is sold, and somebody takes over another seat, then they're out. Then you don't get a seat on that yeah. flight, I guess. So that sounds like it could lead to um, some issues. But I think it's generally, um, you know, a good idea. I, I mean, some people are bigger than others. And, and you know, I, I've said this so many times. You, you, can't tell, you can't tell me that the, the difference between me and somebody who is a really big person is the difference between eating a salad and eating a hot fudge sundae. It, it's more to it than that. I mean, people have different, you know, DNA makeups, and 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 some people it's easier for them to keep weight off. I mean, I have to watch, I have to watch what I, I have to watch my weight. I would, I would get big, so you know, you know, I mean, there's a little bit of responsibility that goes along with everybody. But you know, in fact, I have an article. I don't know if we're going to get to it this afternoon, but I was reading an article before the before the show about Oprah Winfrey, Rosie O'Donnell, and um, and Sharon Osbourne, all admitting that they're losing weight because they're taking medication. Mm-hmm. And they say they're, you know, they're done with the shaming. They're, they're over that, and they're just um, em- embracing it, and they're doing it with medication. And uh, Ozempic, I think, is the, is the, is the main one. There, there might be another one out there, but a lot of people, this Ozempic was um, designed for something else, but one of the side effects is you lose weight. Well, now people are taking it to lose weight. And so apparently there's been a lot of shaming going on there, and they're saying they're done with the shaming. They're just going to admit, yeah, we took it, and uh, we're we're losing weight. I don't know why anyone would want to would why why would you make somebody feel ashamed about losing weight through medication instead of whatever else? You know, it's just well, like I, let people lose weight however they want. Well, Stay on, you, you know, know, mind I, your own business. I I understand that, and I and I, I basically agree with that. I would think that it's because people um, people have worked hard at losing weight. By eating properly and by exercising and and just being being careful and, and leading a, a, a stricter life, and I think there might be some resentment over people who are just suddenly uh, losing weight because of a of a pill, and uh, it's but it's a it's a common thing, and if people are overweight and they need to lose weight, as long as there are no long range side effects that we don't know about, and I I, I guess there. Are, there's no real warning of side effects because doctors are prescribing this to mm-hmm. people just for the purpose of, of losing weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I guess it's all it's all working. Hey, let's do a couple of early texts, and then sure. we'll get to a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to re- relive some of the Saints game yesterday because it was exciting. When do you want to do this? 
Oh, let's do that right now. Uh, that's what I thought. You know, okay. Ian is leaving tomorrow yeah. to, to go home to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And so we have um, exchanged Christmas gifts today. So yes. we're doing this right now. Ian yeah. has given me a, a gift. Why don't, I, you, go- why don't you go first? Okay, I'm going to go first. I'm opening the gift. It looks like it's wrapped in um, silver, shiny wrapping paper. Yep. And a very crudely scribbled uh, scoot. Cru- Excuse me. It. It's crudely scribbled. It's not scribbled. crude. That's just what my handwriting looks like. Okay. It's not crude. It's good. <laughs> nice, big, clean block letters. You smartass. No, yeah, it is kind of nice. <laughs> I wish I could write like that. All right. Uh, let's see what this is. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. I'm getting a sense. You probably already know. It's in a little bag, and I think it's going to be some kind of... Of bracelet. Yes. Yes. Loving it. A really special kind of bracelet just for you. The Mad Bohemian. Uh-huh. And let's see. <laughs> I love this. Does, I love it, it. Do, do, does it have the tag on it that says what kind of rock it is? No. Oh, it doesn't is have there, the tag what, in it? No. Isn't there a little there's a little piece of documentation in there? Or oh something? yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a second. Um you are magic? Is that, no. that is that the rock? No. Is that what it is? Nope. Okay, wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Um The Man the Bold handcrafted Snowflake <laughs> Obsidian. It's snowflake <laughs> I got you a snowflake obsidian bracelet. <laughs> All right. It balances body, mind, and spirit. Good yeah, luck man. with that. Let's see if it works. Yeah. It helps one uh it helps one accept change and transformation in life, teaches one truths of oneself in relation to one's ego a reminder that there is always uh, light within darkness and it is a, a stone that is a stone of serenity and purity and can shield against negativity I love this thank you that? I will I will wear this every day I'm so glad that you like it I saw thank it, you uh, I saw it and I knew right away that was going to be yours really the, the snowflake part of it is what really sold me the hardest yeah. well like, you know I'm not a snowflake I, well I know but uh, I thought but, maybe you'd enjoy the snowflake but voice. I like the other part of it I'm going to in fact I'm going to save that card and, and let it remind me of what uh, my bracelet stands for so thank right. you very much you're very, very welcome, Merry, Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas you Merry Christmas and yeah. happy birthday to you too as well okay coming out of the gate way look at this Hey, Seinfeld trivia game, 150 cards, character question, multiple choice, so facts. Ah, I just great. figure you and Nikki Diamond sitting around having oh nothing to do, having he some just drinks. Called me. He knows I'm on the air. What are you doing? And and, and, and doing Seinfeld trivia because I, I know you love the show and yes. uh, I just thought it might be fun. It's just, look, it's just a you know, it's just a a, a, a thought. It's a this is very kind of consider. I love Seinfeld. Everybody, you and I love Seinfeld. Nikki loves Seinfeld. That's awesome. You might have fun with that. We, I we, think... But I would I would add alcohol to the game. Oh yeah, well, you know. Uh, let's see. And then what have we got here? Uh, there's a box. I thought about you. Is Are these tree ornaments? Uh, there's one. Oh, there's just one. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a, it says, Women We Admire Collection, Distinctive yeah. and Stylish Glass-Blown Ornaments for Honoring Women We Admire. They're perfect for all seasons. Each ornament is crafted with care yeah. and hand-painted. And this looks like it's going to be... The notorious RBG. It is Ruth yes. Bader Ginsburg. Hey, that's really cool. Well, I just I, th- I thought that. of you. I thought, well, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg ornament for Ian's Christmas tree. It that's just seemed awesome. like it seemed like it fit. <laughs> She's got a little button that says "I dissent." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love it.
It's just a thought. And thank you so much for the, the, the bracelet. It's really cool. You're very absolutely cool. welcome. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry my Christmas friend. to you, too, and, and very happy birthday. And, and thanks, thanks so for much. all you do. Thanks for all you do. All right. Grateful for you. All right. If you want to join us, uh, the Oakenheart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Let's get to the break, and we'll come back and get to some of your early text messages. And also, I want to relive some of the game yesterday and hear some of the comments after the game, and then you and I could talk about it as well. So let's dedicate this song today to Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets. Yeah, he had a pretty bad day yesterday, thanks to the Saints defense. God, those guys were awesome yesterday. That felt good. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, if you, uh, if you missed the news on Friday's show, Kid Rock has uh, called for an end to the boycott against Bud Light. Now, you know, he's the one who got caught. He, he, he was one of the instrumental ones in starting the boycott against Bud Light because they, um, they reached out to a trans social media um, guru to try to uh, reach the trans community. And some people freaked out over that, and uh, Kid Rock and others um, just went uh, crazy and, and launched this boycott against Bud Light. Uh, Kid, Kid Rock says now it's time for that to be over. So um, you are now free to enjoy your Bud Light and move about the country. All right, Ian, I purchased something new for the show, and I know you've you been busy in there. You've got stuff going on. What? And, you know, sometimes you're answering the phone. Sometimes you're, you're doing other stuff, and I need your attention. Okay. So I purchased something for the show. I'm here. <laughs> you so, be kidding listen, me. Are when you, you hear, so if we're on the air, we're busy or something, and you hear, <laughs> then, just, then just put everything down yeah, and, and come to the mic. I got to say, uh, please hold. I got to talk to you. Exactly. Okay, great. A great purchase, too. That's hilarious and delightful. I love yeah, it. Yes, nice. All right, look, let's, uh, let's have a little fun of reliving the game yesterday. Now, Friday, our attitude was, you know, the Saints, the Saints should win this game. Now, the Giants had everything to play for. You can say the Giants are not a great team, but they had everything to play for. And there's a there's a headline in the uh, the New York Post uh, talking about how uh, Tommy DeVito was you know sacked a lot, and this this is dimming the hopes of the Giants getting to the playoffs because the Giants even had like a shot after they won last week, a shot of maybe getting to the playoffs. So that was kind of dimmed. 
uh, over the weekend with the loss to the Saints. But the Giants had a lot to play for. Now, in the Dome, I did not see nearly as many Giants fans as there were Detroit Lions fans there. So I think a lot of Saints fans either did not sell their tickets to, to Giants fans or they gave them to Saints fans or sold them to Saints fans or went themselves. Now, there were some empty seats, but it was a great crowd, and I did not hear a lot of, of presence from the, the Giants fans. So it was, a, it was a great game. I thought they really could win, and, and they did. And, you know, I, I think they came out, and it was a convincing victory. And I love in the very beginning— I mean, the def- I was worried in the beginning because the defense, you know, the, the, the uh, Giants had the ball first and the defense shut the lines down. I'm sorry, shut the Giants down, shut them down. And then there was that penalty running into the kicker. So suddenly a new first down 15 yard penalty. And so the, the, the Giants get the ball back again. And I was concerned that the defense might feel a little defeated at that point. They rose up and held the Giants to a field goal. So that was awesome. I mean, I, I was really proud of the defense. I thought they did a, a, an awesome job. And as I pointed out at the very beginning of the show, one thing that I loved seeing yesterday was a number of solo tackles. In other words, just like out in, out in, 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 in the open, uh, a Saints defensive player would just, you know, grab the Giants player around the legs and bring him down or just, you know, wrap their arms around his, his body and, you know, get him to the ground. So the, the defense was really um, inspiring yesterday, and then the offense really came together. I love that Jimmy Graham caught another touchdown pass. Um, there were just some, some great moments, and Derek Carr was sharp. All right, so let's relive some of the game. Demario Davis found Tommy DeVito, otherwise known as Tommy Cutlets, in the first quarter. Uh, found him for um, one of many sacks. Ball's at the 32-yard line for the Giants. Their second drive under center is Tommy DeVito. Saquon Barkley is the back. Play action. DeVito has pressure, and he goes down. Sack for the Saints. Demario Davis has been a madman. Nathan Shepard had early pressure. Demario finished it off. And the Saints got their first touchdown in the first quarter with a strike to Keith Kirkwood. Third and four, Carr out of the shotgun. Graham is lined up to the left side. Carr to throw, steps up, fires it across the middle. Touchdown, New Orleans! Keith Kirkwood gets the touchdown for the Saints. Keith Kirkwood, just his fourth catch of the year, and that's his first touchdown of the year. Wide open, seven yards, but Carr kind of bought some time, stepped up, fired a bullet. That was a precise pass from Derek Carr. And, you know, I heard in our news, sports earlier, where, uh, you know, Derek Carr said, uh, you know, going through the, the tunnel after the, after the game, people said, love you, love you, Derek, love you. That's the way it is in sports. That's what they get paid to deal with. That's part of what they get paid to deal with. And that is, you know, fans that either love you or hate you. And the quarterback is the center figure on any team. And the quarterback gets a lot of blame for losses and gets a, a lot of credit for wins. Sometimes they might not deserve the credit or the, uh, the blame, but they get it anyway, and that's, that, that's all part of it. But, you know, I, I'm hoping that this, that this victory, well, as I mentioned Friday, I was hoping that what the Saints did in the last half of the game, particularly the fourth quarter, uh, against the Panthers last week, I was hoping that that would just um, continue to manifest itself in the, in the play yesterday, and it did. It really seemed to. All right, Saints sacked Cutlets 
one more time early in the second quarter. So now it's third down and 12. Barkley is in. DeVito was to the line, now back into the shotgun. Three receivers to his right. Takes the snap. Saints bring four. But get pressure, and down he goes. Down goes DeVito. Tano Passigno. Love it. And, and Mike Hoss just does uh, such a great job. And then there was Carl Granderson. DeVito now from the right hash mark will throw. In the middle of the pocket, has pressure. And guess what? Going down again. Carl Granderson brings DeVito to the ground. Back to the 15-yard line. Yeah, those Saints went down more than... Well, I can't say that on the Yeah, what, what, what? All right, so <laughs> once again, <laughs> once again, little DeVito, little Cutlets was sacked this time by Brian Brise. Third down and 10. Saints bring pressure. DeVito's in trouble, and he's going to go down again. Brian Brise. Everybody getting to the show today. Way back. And Juwan Johnson, who, you know, we ragged on a couple of weeks ago because he dropped some passes that were right in his hands. He grabbed the ball and hauled in the Saints' second touchdown of the day. Tenth play of the drive under center is Carr. Behind him, the lone back is Jamal Williams. Taysom in to the right side, looking to the right, and he's looking for a wide open Jawan Johnson. And that is going to be a touchdown. Yes. J.J. Jawan Johnson makes the touchdown for 23 yards. Forget the red zone. We'll score from 23 out. Stick nine is the play. And Tano Passigno also did it again. He got to Tommy Cutlets in the third. Third down at seven. Clock moving 341. DeVito out of the shotgun. Three receivers to his right, one to his left. Barkley close to him. Saints bring pressure. DeVito's in trouble. Gets out of it, but he gets right into the hands of Passigno. And Passigno will get the sack. And Passigno made sure that he didn't do anything. He didn't bring him to the ground. Brian Brzee on the pressure. And you got to love this. Derek Carr once again hit Jimmy Graham for a one-yard touchdown pass. Carr back to throw. Looking for the end zone. And he gets the touchdown to number 80, Jimmy Graham. Give me Touchdown, man. Give me out, give me out, give me out. He was wide open. That put My the Saints guy. up by 17 points. And um, Paseno once again got to DeVito in the fourth quarter. First and 10, DeVito into Saints territory. DeVito to throw, he's got trouble. He gets wrapped up and he'll go down. Tano Passigno, but it was Zach Bond who made first contact. Passigno is the one who finished it up. And just for the hell of it, uh, Brise once again, you know, he must have liked this. You know, they must have maybe had kind of a man crush on DeVito because, man, they were always wrapping him in their arms. Second and seven. Ball's inside the 30. Two receivers to DeVito's right as he goes back to throw. And he's got pressure, and down he goes. Brian Brzee again. Zach Bond had him, and he slipped out. Brzee will get the sack, but... Y'all got to get that kid out of there. Zach Bond is beside himself. I love what Dennis Allen said after the game. Well, in the game... Um, and I was proud of our guys to come out and play it the way they the way they did uh, today. And look, now we got to get ready on a short week to 
fly out to LA and, and uh, play against the Rams. Yeah, look, yeah, I thought I thought our guys played well. Um, I thought offensively, um, defensively, and in the kick, kicking game, I thought all three phases. Um, look, I think there's been a couple other games, New England, who, you know, whatever, uh, where I feel like we've put a complete game together. I do feel like this was a complete game by our team. It was. Uh, and, you know, the Saints cannot go out to L.A. with any kind of attitude like, okay, you know, we got this. It was wonderful to see the Falcons lose to the Panthers. The Panthers embarrassed the Falcons. I mean, there was practically nobody at that game. And then uh, I was really surprised when the Bucks beat the pack, beat the Packers in Green Bay. I did not expect that to happen. And Baker Mayfield, never a stellar quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he's had some some starlight moments, but never a real um, a real strong dominant quarterback in the NFL. He's killing it right now. Um, after the game, Derek Carr said, "With Olave out, everyone on offense had to step up, and they did." You know, this game was really split. You know, um, on targets and you know where the guys that their number being called and all that kind of stuff and uh you know we knew with you know with with 12 down you know that it was going to be a game where everyone was going to have to contribute you know because he you know he's he's one of our best players and um i always say it's hard to replace a guy like that but you know everyone else's workload gets you know bumped up a little bit when you're missing somebody so with 12 being out really proud of the guys that stepped up it was a lot of hard work you know extra throws with those with the newer guys and like i said after the game it wasn't it wasn't perfect but you know, we were, you know, guys were making catches, guys were running their routes, the, the, the efficiency and the timing, and when we needed them to be there, they were there. And, um, you know, this, this is what I dreamed of, you know, and, and I know a lot of teams want the, you know, a lot of people want the stats for one guy and all that kind of stuff, but I've always felt the best football teams always spread it out. Um, and whoever could have a big day, you know, whoever can have the touchdowns, but it's good for the team. And that was Derek Carr after the game. And, and Saints win it 24-6 to over the Giants. And the Giants were red hot going into that game. So the Saints deserve a lot of credit. And it's, it's, it's so much fun on a Monday talking about a Saints win. You know, hopefully we talk about a Saints win on Friday because, again, this is a really short week. The Saints have got to fly out to L.A. That's a long flight. And they play the, the, uh, the, the, the Rams. And the Rams are also 7-7. Seven and seven, And they're also trying to get to the playoffs. So... The Saints really tend to do pretty well on the road. So let's, you know, let's hope that they just continue with this attitude. This is all we, this is all we, the fans want is, is attitude. And attitude doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, cost anything against the salary cap. Attitude doesn't cost the team anything. That's just an, an intangible, invisible element that I don't think has always been there, but it certainly was there yesterday. It was it was there in the latter part of the game against the Panthers the week before, and it was there yesterday. And if it remains with the Saints, the Saints beat the Rams, and they become 8-7 and seven and move up in their shot. There are a lot of teams with better records than the Saints that are, that are, are, are in the, the wild card hunt, and because of our division, the Saints don't have as good a record as some of the teams that are trying to get in on, on a wild card bid. The Saints may get in because they win the division. So, look, the Saints are in an awesome position to, to get to the playoffs. And as down as, as I was, as down as a lot of people were on the Saints, the, you know, we, we knew they had this potential. And it was really great to see them. In fact, I want to mention that uh, the Honey Badger... Tyron Matthew, he almost made a play yesterday. Yeah, it was really amazing to see that. If you want to 
Just kidding. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. So are you feeling a little better about the Saints? I mean, I am. I mean, there's no guarantee this continues. As we said all along, it's up to them. The talent's there. I mean, Alvin Kamara is one hell of a runner. And he, he did some damage yesterday. And our defense, which we talked about at the beginning of the season, is being so incredible. Our defense just put it to the Giants yesterday. And hopefully they will punish the Rams. Punish the Rams to the point where PETA comes out and says the Saints shouldn't have done that. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. It was crazy this weekend with people out uh, getting trees and Christmas shopping and... Yeah, I'll probably get around to that sometime uh, very, very soon. I'm Scoot on the air. It is a beautiful Monday. It's chilly, but hey, it's December 18th. This is what we want this time of year. And uh, the Saints won yesterday, and that was uh, really, really cool. And it's just, it, it's so nice to be to be positive about the team. I mean, it doesn't take, take much to make us happy, but when you show up and you play good football, I mean, even if you lose and you play good football, fans can tolerate that. But too often this, this season and, and, and other seasons, the Saints have just uh, lacked luster. Uh, uh, there are times that they just seem to be sluggish and in, in, in disarray. And, you know, teams come together at different times of the year. The uh, Detroit Lions were doing so well, and then they kind of had a, a little bit of a, a meltdown, came back to beat the Broncos uh, yesterday. But the uh, Detroit Lions went through a time where they were not uh, as sharp as they as they had been. So, you know, maybe this is the point where the Saints are sharpening up. And look, it's one game at a time. We get to the playoffs and win one game in the playoffs, and then we go on to the next game. So, you know, nobody should be thinking about Super Bowl at this point. Of course, that's, uh, you know, in your thoughts. But, you know, nobody should be thinking about that. Let's just think about, you know, supporting the team. And they're going to L.A. to play the Rams. And if the Saints focus and play like they did yesterday, they can win. Okay, Ian, let's go to uh, some text messages. Here's a text that says, uh, the fact that Joe Pesci's character in Goodfellas was Tommy DeVito means that the Saints announcing crew missed a big opportunity. There's no reason that they should not play, now go get your shine box after every set. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Text from the coordinator who says, uh, let me rephrase that. Oh, uh, to make a chicken cutlet, you got to pound it flat. Didn't you know if you want to make a DeVito cutlet, you got to pound it flat. Love it. Here's a text that says, Scoot, they should change the name uh, from the Saints to the Zephyrs, considering this roller coaster season. The arrow is pointing up this week, and there's hope. Yeah, there is definitely hope. And, and you know, as, as, as down as we were following some of those games where it just looked like the Saints just didn't care. It, I mean, to fans, it looked like they didn't care. If they cared, it didn't look that way to the, to the fans. And now it looks like the Saints care. But in all of those conversations, I, I, I said, I, I still hope. And, and I, I felt like I was speaking for a lot of Saints fans when I say, I hope, I mean, I, I have hope that the Saints come together because they still have time to do it. And if this continues, great. Uh, two more. Here's one that says, hey, Scoot, if the Saints and the Broncos both make it into the playoffs by accident, is there a chance Dennis Allen would ever face Sean Payton? I'm not sure how that works, but imagine the fan draw for that. That would be amazing. That only happens at the Super Bowl, That would right? be There's, the Super Bowl because... Yeah, they're because, not going to face each other until the Super Bowl. Because the Broncos yeah. are AFC teams. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll leave you with this one. Scoot, why didn't you get to go on the boat ride with Newell? 
Well, I don't know. I wasn't invited. Um, I, I, I can't explain why. Uh, that was a new thing, and um, I'm sure he had a great time doing that, but it would have been fun to be on the boat. This boat's not big enough for the two of us. You guys would have to have a, a duel or something. Well, you know, I'm sure Newell would love to go to Perfume headquarters on Friday. Well, so that's true. We're all here that's to true. do what we're all you know, here to do. That's right, because somebody's going to text in and say, why wasn't Newell at Perfume headquarters? <laughs> it's true. Missing out, Sheriff. Hey, the Ravens last night beat the Jags, and, I mean, in Jacksonville, the Ravens look like maybe the team to beat. I mean, they are just, they're, they're a beast. And um, Lawrence is just amazing. So anyway, um, big, uh, big game last night. So um, I don't even know who's playing tonight, but I'll watch it. Um, who's playing tonight? I believe the Titans and the Eagles. I don't know. I'm keeping track of too much football right now. Let's see. It probably says it on here somewhere. Uh, what's tonight after? Eagles at Seahawks. Okay, Eagles at Seahawks. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm for the, the Seahawks to win. I'm I'm for the Eagles. I've I've lived in both of those cities. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm sometimes you get tired of teams winning all the time. So um, I could be for the uh, uh, Seahawks to to win that game tonight. But look, I you know I'm just I'm I'm really ramping up for Thursday night. I mean I bet there are going to be a lot of watch parties this week for the uh, the Saints and the Rams because right now the Saints are hot. Hey, I want to give a big shout out to the Storyville Jazz Band. Because I was in the suite yesterday, and the Storyville Jazz Band came by, and some of the guys in the band listened to the show every day, and they were so nice. And uh, guys, uh, thank you for coming by. Merry Christmas. You do a great job. You just bring a, a lot of life to uh, any place where you, you show up, and you showed up in the suite, and it was a lot of fun. And they did a, a Christmas song, and everybody was uh, singing along with that. So the Storyville Jazz Band, they were awesome. All right. Um, Let's see. I got to figure this out because it's really—it's kind of hard to believe that this is really the, the, the case here. Let, let me just do some math and make sure that I'm right here. Um, Keith Richards is 80 years old today. Yeah, man. I mean, like the guy made it, 80 years old. And I know it's really hard to tell your kids don't do drugs when they can point and say, "Mom, Dad, look at Keith Richards. He's still alive." I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture Calendar, on this day in 1964, funeral services were held in Chicago for Sam Cooke. Um, a crowd had, uh, had gathered, and the crowd got big, and they broke glass doors and caused damage at the A.R. Link funeral home there. And so many people surrounded the limo of James Brown, he was forced to leave and couldn't even attend. Hey, when you go to a funeral, is it uh, too much to ask to just ask you to to behave all right crime is down in new orleans but is crime down compared to the same time last year you know we know this time of year crime goes down but is it down compared to last year at this time we've got some stats for you and southwest airlines is offering an extra seat free to oversized passengers how do you feel about that it's possible that you could get a um a seat bumped because somebody was an oversized passenger and needed that extra seat. Uh, we'll talk about that and more coming up. I'm Scoot on the air. It is a beautiful Monday afternoon, and uh, we'll be back with more on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 